Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where geographically diverse pals have a few drinks and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Mike. I'm currently drinking a pint of Guinness, um, although once that runs out, I shall be drinking a not pint, a small glass of port. And joining me today, we have... Hi, my name is Sam, <laughs> and I'm drinking a Sorcery Session IPA. And after that runs out, I'll be, a, I'll be on the scotch. Nice. Uh, and my name's Tony. I am drinking a ginger wine and soda because apparently in my head it's summer. Uh, and after that, I've got queued up a Sexton's Single Malt, which is from County Antrim near where my brother lives. Very nice. nice. Have you tried um, ginger wine and whiskey together? No, that's double booze. It is double booze. It's lethal. My, yeah. uh, my dad I'm was on them last night. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, it seems to think they're quite good. I mean, I've had ginger ale and whiskey before and that's lovely. Yeah. I've also had whiskey and port together as well. What? That's illegal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it was, bonkers. That, that really got me really wasted. Yeah, but. <laughs> and it tasted pretty good too, but I was wasted beforehand, so <laughs> we'll try it next time we see each other. Oh, God. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> so how does it work? Each week we will be locked into a charmingly themed escape room of the ears, within which each of us has secretly crafted a puzzle. We'll present those puzzles in turn while the others try and solve them. And if we don't escape within an hour, then terrible, terrible things shall befall us. If we break anything, we shall lose our deposit, which this week are Sam's front teeth. I've already spent them. I mean, like your your new ones, your fancy ones. Oh yeah, I smashed my teeth out. Incredible. I remember it not hurting, that was the weird thing. Okay, gentlemen, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Then let's enter the infinite escape room. This week, we step through a set of sliding doors and into a light, clinical space. Bright, white, buzzing lights illuminate a waiting room with wipe-clean plastic seats, wipe-clean tables, and plastic-wrapped magazines. Everything is a little sticky to the touch, and the linoleum clings greedily to our shoes as we walk around the room. There's a strong smell of the flowering deciduous tree Pyrus caleriniana, Better known in Australia. <laughs> Sorry, I need to start that again. The linden tree. You're disgusting. <laughs> Don't start it again, you filth animal. <laughs> start it again. There is a strong smell of the flowering deciduous tree, Pyrus caliana, better known in Australia as the ornamental pear, but none to be seen. Is it also called the Lipton tree? No, I think it, there's a similar tree in the States called the linden tree that smells like that. Ah, okay. Are we in a clumsy sweet factory experimenting with adult pear drops? No, we're in one of the Infinite Escape Room's many sperm banks. A happy counting house of cum, uniting hopeful mummies and daddies with philanthropic masturbators. It looks like... (laughs) You're killing him. It looks like everyone... Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to have philanthropic masturbator on my tombstone. It's going to be a really hard episode to get through. (laughs) <laughs> yes it will a hard episode oh I like what you've done it looks like everyone's nipped out to rehydrate after a busy morning of smudge transference <laughs> we have exactly one hour to escape before they return and drown us in a tsunami of genetic material and the door behind us is locked with three whimsical and slightly sticky padlocks at the front desk is a bored looking assistant And the timer starts now. Let's escape. Before us, we have a big steel door marked freezing room. Directly before us is the sample room. And to our left, the withdrawals counter. What do we fancy first, guys? 
let's go to the sample room. Let's get it out the way. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the grimmest one. <laughs> is it? It's yeah, do it in chronological order. Feels good. <laughs> okay, that's well, a good point. More? Yeah, sample, freeze, withdraw. Oh well, okay. This is my puzzle, yeah. isn't it? On the way into the sample room. Uh, you go to open up the door and actually, as you go to do that, another person comes bundling out. You bump into another donor. The, uh, the, the assistant seems absolutely mortified that this has happened and says to the stranger, uh, this may Mr. Jism, pulling him away. <laughs> the, the assistant then comes back and gives us some papers and a cup and gives us some very clear instructions. Deposit your sample in the pot and then put the pot in the hatch with your application form and then wait for the light. You walk into the sample room. Inside, it's quite small, there's a TV on the wall, and there's a cabinet alongside the wall, and at the very end, there is a hatch. What would you like to do? Okay, uh, can we turn the TV on? Am I going to regret that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you, you Approaching all of this with caution. I really should have thought about this when, when we came to this. Uh, you walk <laughs> over and you turn the TV on. You suddenly realise that the sound is up to the maximum volume and you're presented with hardcore porn playing in front of your eyes. Yikes. Uh, I, you're you're going to need to be more specific, it. Sam. We, we live in 2019. <laughs> what type of hardcore porn? Two girls, one cup. Oh, oh shit. Retro. Cool. Okay. Um, oh, I don't know. So we... we uh, I'm going to turn that off for now because I feel like that noise will be distracting. Um <laughs> Can we have a look in the cabinet, please? Maybe I should have, we should have got a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely, I think that would definitely be like a test of what I can syndicate via iTunes. Would be the I was going to say, is, there like, is there like a triple explicit tag you can put on it? Like, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, well, maybe the, the sound's not too horrendous. Maybe it just sounds like two girls enjoying a really nice frozen yogurt. I don't want to talk about that video anymore. Um, so <laughs> when was the last time you saw it, Tony? Uh, like in my first year at uni, when somebody loaded it up on my laptop in my room, our, our American flatmate was like, oh, hey, you guys should watch this. We were like, what is it? And he was like, you'll see. And yeah, yeah, it was a violating act. He was a he was an interesting guy. Anyway, what's in the cabinet, Sam? What's in the cabinet? <clears throat> you walk over to the cabinet and you take a look. Uh, on the top of the cabinet, you see two papers. Um, and inside the drawers of the cabinet, you find a selection of wrinkly, crumpled pornographic magazines uh, that vary in vary from various years. Sorry, when you say wrinkly porn, do you mean porn of old people or <laughs> pornography that, that has gone wrinkly? It's porn that has gone wrinkly due to overuse. Righto. Oh, boy. Ew. And then there are uh, some other sort of like sample like pots and just other junk in there. Jizz accoutrement. Um, what do the papers on the top of the cabinet say? Papers appear to be application forms. Okay. And are they identical? There appears to be two application forms. So uh, one of the the first application form uh, has a number on it. Uh, that number is 800813. <laughs> okay. <Get it> upside down. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and uh, and also has a warning at the top saying do not use a blue pot. The second application form is just has a name. It's name named David Seaman. Uh, David's application has various like other bits of information that are on it, but also have been completely smudged out. So it is the rest of the form is illegible. So calculator wow. smut and David Seaman, the man with mm. the funniest surname in international football in recorded history. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then actually, um, does he even, I mean, he was big during the 90s. Does he still play? No, no, he's like 60. I don't know how football works. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. You kick he, a ball. Keepers, keepers typically play longer than most other players, but he's still been retired for like 15, 20 years. Maybe footballs must be like, you know, donating uh, sperm. You just play with some balls and, you know. Sure. Shoot into um, a target. Okay. <laughs> so we have bo- boobies and David Seaman's application form. Uh, Do not use the blue cup. So are there are there other cups? There are no other like cups in the room. You can't see any. You can't see any cups. No, right now. Um, Do not so use the blue cup. If I recall, we were asked to when we came into the room deposit a sample into the pot. Yeah. And then was it put it in the hatch? Yes. Yeah, so you, you you walked in with um, some papers and a and a pot or a cup or whatever. Okay. So we, we walked in with pot. some papers. Yes. Have we read those papers? Can we read those papers? It's just an application form, just like the, uh, just like, just like the others, but it's, it's not been, it's not filled in. Um, okay. So there was a cabinet. Can we have a look at the hatch? Is there anything to see around the hatch? Like, can we sure, see through yeah. to the other side? You walk over to the hatch and then you suddenly realise why you're there. So you, you drop your trousers. It's very presumptuous. <laughs> totally look away. <laughs> I'm going to go cry in the corner. <laughs> eyes top, mate. Eyes top. Bash one out into the pot, and then you <laughs> you open up the hatch and deposit the. Wait, it's that the... easy for you, Jesus? <laughs> Colin turns over a pot. How many people are in the room right now? Maybe the, <laughs> one of us has gone in, and the other one's standing outside the room, shouting encouragement through the door. <laughs> Go on, Mike. I believe in you. Oh man, that really helped. Splut. Great. <laughs> Congratulations, you've milked yourself. Yippee! <laughs> Where's my uh, key? So without looking, you kind of open up the hatch and you put your sample ball back into the hatch and you close the door. And that's it. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. There's a, li- there's a light that's, that's above the hatch, but nothing. it doesn't turn on or off or anything. Okay. Is there, um, is there a remote control for the telly? <clears throat> no, yeah, there is somewhere. So I would like to turn on the TV, rapidly turn the volume down because... This onslaught one, I'm trying to think. And then I want to type in uh, 8008135 into the remote and see what happens. Uh, you type 800813 into the TV and you just get like a static channel. I wonder if that's significant or not using the blue cup. I mean, do we have any cups? What, what colour are our cups? You don't have a cup anymore. It's in the it's in the hatch. You could go have what a look. What colour was it? Yeah, let's go and take a look at a nice warm cup. <laughs> two two escapees, one cup. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> so you walk over to the hatch, you open it back up, and there are three pots in there. Can we take a look at them? Sure. There's a red pot, there's a green pot, and there's a blue pot. Okie dokie. The red pot has a number on it. The sample has kind of oozed out over the oh. rim and splodged all on the label. But a part of it is legible. You can read the number 69. Um, <laughs> uh, you Rim. can't remember which colour your pot was But you remember that it wasn't green Okay, well Tony, presumably then you should make a small deposit into the red pot Because oh, we don't want to do it into the blue um, pot I must, uh, well, Hang on, isn't samples, the red pot already overflowing samples, with spunk? Yes, uh, I forgot <laughs> to say that there is uh, juice all in these pots That feels like the first thing to say Spunky <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pots uh, so yes, all the samples have been mixed up into the hatch. That's, that's a violent image. And cannot be processed 
without their uh, associated application forms. Oh, so we need to match them up. I see. Okay. So we've got David Seaman's form. We've got the form with boobies on it, uh, which presumably would go with 69 because they're both like... Childish. Childish, childish yucky numbers. Was the England keeper kit in the 90s green? That's a really good question. Maybe? Although saying that, we don't even need to know that because if we assume that boobies and no, 69 true. go together, then yeah. David Seaman was not in the blue pot, so he was in green. That means ours went in the blue pot. I say ours, not like we touched dicks and then <laughs> created an unholy kind of combined light and heavy it. mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> so DS There's just a lot going on here. Us. So uh, yeah. in which case, um, we would put the um, the boobies application form next to the red pot. We'd put David Seaman's application form next to the green pot. And I guess Tony and I fill out a joint application for this one. Yeah. Add a bit of mystery to it. Ooh, who's it from? Yeah. I mean, yes, you can, you should fill out uh, you should fill out uh, an application form. Yes. Um, so where what are we going to do? I'm, um, I'm so where confused. It says sex. I mean, I assume it won't say sex, but if it does say sex on there, can I write yes, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> hopefully that gives someone a chuckle. Okay, so then I guess we put the three of them together, push them back through the hatch, and shut the door again. You have to do them one at a time. Oh, okay. Red pot, sixty-nine boobies first. Uh, so you put the red pot with the number 69 and the application form. Uh, so you put the red pot uh, which with the label, which has an ID on it, which you can see the last few digits of, which says 69. And then you put the application form, uh, which has the ID with 800813 into the, uh, the hatch as well alongside it. And you close the door and nothing happens. Great. Hmm. I was convinced I had the right order there. Okay. So we now know that we have to match the application forms in the cups. Yeah. And we now know oh. that the thing only accepts one at a time. Yes. Are there um are there numbers on the other two pots on the green there and blue no, ones? There are no numbers on the other two pots, no. No identifying features aside from the colour of the lid. You remember that your pot isn't green, um, and the red pot has a number on it. So the blue pot must be our pot. Because we didn't use a green pot and the red pot was already filled and it's got someone else's application number on it. Yeah, let's let's put ours through and see what happens. Okay, so you put the your application form into the hatch alongside the which uh, one the blue pot, please. With In fact, oh, can pot. we can we change our name to um, Thrustman Spurtum? <laughs> so the application we called Thrustman Spurtum and who wants sex right now is put Ooh. into the hatch alongside the blue the blue what's it called. Pot. Blue pot, and you close the hatch. The light goes green, but then quickly goes off again. Yeah. So when we reopen the hatch, is the stuff still there? It's gone. <gasps> it's gone. Okay. Is there anything in its place? No. So all that we've got left now is the green pot, the boobies form, the red pot, and the David Seaman form. We tried boobies with the red pot, and it didn't work. So we should try boobies with the semen form. I'm saying a lot of things right now um, and put those two together and try that. So we're doing red pot, David Seaman form. You put the red pot into uh, along with the David Seaman form. You close the hatch and the, the light goes green and then it turns off again. In which and case then, then yeah. Uh, the green pot, I guess, yeah. 
the green pot and the the application form with the the boobies go in the uh the light goes green and remains green and the, the hatch pops open and within it is a key congratulations you've got the spunky nice one very very nice that was a you, good puzzle i like you that you kind of you, you you like did it in a really weird way so what's the connection between david seaman and 69 was it just that David Seaman is capable of producing magnificent amounts of jizz? <laughs> so the the application form that didn't have a name, you knew didn't have the blue pot, and yeah. you knew that ours wasn't green. So ours could be either blue or red, because mm. uh, red had the number 69, but ours didn't have a number. Like, we didn't have a number in our application form, which yeah. meant ours had to be So it's just process of elimination. One. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a... Like a, cool. a logic nice. logic puzzle. And we have 40 minutes remaining on the clock. And feeling very proud of yourself as you're now professional sperm donors, you walk back out into the waiting room. Good stuff. Okay, so remaining to us, we have the big steel door marked freezing room and the withdrawals counter. Do you know why um, sperm banks have waiting rooms? Go on. Because <laughs> they don't take donations by appointment. It's first come, first serve. Oh! <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one, Sam? Since the start. <laughs> <laughs> Since two weeks ago when you came up with this theme. Let's do the, uh, let's do the freezing room. Uh, yes, so the freezing room. This is my puzzle. You step through this uh, gigantic steel door into relative darkness. There's a kind of blue glow that you might expect in a, like a control room or something like that in a power plant. Before you realise what's happening, the heavy metal door that you've walked through glides shut quietly and closes with a sinister hiss. You hear a mechanical clunk as a large electronic lock in the middle of the door slides into place, barring you from leaving. You see a keycard reader to the left of it uh, flash red, and you realise that you are trapped in the freezing room. Is it cold in the freezer room? It's No, it's quite warm, actually. Because there's like... <laughs> well, because like the back of a freezer is hot, right? When you touch the back of a fridge or a freezer, it's warm. But we're in the freezer. Surely <laughs> yeah. it should be cold. No, 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 no. Just shut up and listen, and you'll hear why it's warm. <laughs> Let me do my intro. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you find yourself standing on a raised platform overlooking rows and rows of large black metal boxes around six feet high and three feet wide and deep, each of them emitting a faint hum. In front of you on the platform is a large kind of control deck with a glowing black and green computer screen set into the center of it. There's an alphanumeric keyboard below it, uh, a slightly battered brown leather wallet on the uh, desk and a hastily scrawled note which says, Hi, Ken. Dropped my keys in one of the units during my last drop-off. Sally let me out during hers, and I had to rush out. Back to find keys later. Have a good shift. Dave. So I guess we have to find Ken's... No, Dave. Dave, yeah. Dave's keys. So who's Ken? Ken's just one of the other people who who, who runs this freezer room. Uh, I guess we go have a look at the wallet. Maybe that's Ken's. So inside the wallet is a uh, rumpled old £5 note. You know, one of the, the old ones... Uh, the like pre-plastic ones that they won't accept anymore and there are two cards in there there is a business card and a driving license the business card reads david blump junior ejaculate storage technician dave oh, b junior. at spermbank.nut dot <laughs> <laughs> nut <laughs> <laughs> there's a toss up between the toss up between that and dot com um, oh no dot nut uh, is wonderful <laughs> yeah uh, and the driving license has Dave's details including his full name which is uh, David Canterbury Blump 
uh, and his date of birth, which is the 21st of June, 1997, and his address, address, which is 31 Bishop's Drive. So that's the wallet. Okay, is there anything else to see in the room apart from this uh, control thing and, and, and the things you just described? Not really, no. So the, the like behind the screen, there is a, a big glass panel so you can see down to the uh, freezers, but you can't actually get down there. You can also see like above the computer screen, there's a sort of square platform with an opening in the uh, glass screen. And you can actually see up at the top of the room, there's some kind of like above all the uh, all these freezing units, there's some kind of like scaffolding or something like that attached to the ceiling, but you're not quite sure what it is. Um, well, I mean, we should probably try poking this computer. What do you reckon, Sam? Yeah, let's let's go for it. So you tap the space bar, I guess, uh, to, to get things started. And the computer screen uh, gives the... This is becoming a theme of my puzzles. It's like a satisfying degaussing kind of noise. It's like one of those old black computer screens with the uh, green text on it. And at the top, it says uh, sperm freeze 9000 control terminal. Uh, type H for help. And at the bottom of the screen, there is a blinking cursor. Should we press H for help? Absolutely. <laughs> so you uh, type H and hit enter. Uh, and the screen says, thank you for using the sperm freeze 9000. Uh, you can use the following commands to control the sperm freeze 9000 uh, freezing array. So it comes up with two commands. One says collect. And then in uh, angle brackets, it says unit ID. And then in a second set of angle brackets, it says cluster ID. And then the second line says query, initiate database query engine. Uh, query, I guess. Let's try typing in query. Yeah, that's, okay. we're going to have to work out where the bloody key is, basically, that Ken bloody dropped. Yeah, no, no, bloody Ken. Dave, Dave dropped. Dave. We're, Dave basi- dropped we're basically Ken at this point. Yes. Stupid Wait, Dave. What? Essentially. Yeah. Or um, my, okay. wait, actually, no, we're Frostmaster something, aren't we? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm still me, I think. No, but you put down your name as like Thrust. Oh yeah, I'm Thrust. Big, big Spurt or something like that. Oh yeah. Thrust yeah. Spurt. So you type in query and hit enter uh, and the system flashes up a message that says collect slash query only available to authorised users. Please enter username and pin. And there is a prompt for a username and a prompt for a pin. D Blump. Whatever. What was his name? Sorry. Uh, it was David Blump. Uh, so his, yeah, I, I guess it's David Blump. D Blump. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's try D Blump. Yeah, D Blump. Okay, you type in D Blump uh, and you hit enter and now the cursor is on the pin uh, selector. Uh, any indication of how many characters it is? Uh, it's got four spaces. Four okay. spaces. Oh. So we've got, mm, so we've got 21697 is date of birth. Yeah. And we've got 31 bishops for his... First line is address. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Is there, is, do you think there's... So his full name is David Canter- Canterbury Blump. Do you reckon that's got anything to do with the bishop's drive in the in the, in the the address? Oh, maybe. Um, no. Uh, just those are, those, that's just colour. Also, his, his job title, a junior ejaculate slurping technician... Storage technician. <laughs> Storage station, sorry. Uh, I was like, what? <laughs> how did I miss that? Um, but that, that the initials of which are Jest, perhaps. Cool. Perhaps it's a red herring. Or perhaps just a funny job title that Tony found. No, I, I made it up, but I didn't think of the acronym. Ah, good to know, good to know. Okay, so a four-digit pin. I mean, 2131 so would seem to be the okay, obvious so you've one. So you've put in D-Blump, is that right? Yep. 
okay, D blump, and you're putting in 2131. You hit enter and you hear a dunk, uh, and it says, sorry, username not recognized. Should we take the first bit of his email? That's what mine is for work. What was his email? The email address was daveb at spermbank.nut. All right, yeah, it's Dave B. Let's do that. You type in Dave B, same pin this time? Yeah. Okay, you type in Dave B, 2131, and with a satisfying bling, uh, you are given access to the query tool. We're hackers. We are hackers now. This is, uh, like, I I realise that I'm basically giving Sam, like, work jobs to do at this point, because this is a, a, a... not insubstantial part of our lives. Um, so, uh, yes, you are now in the query engine. There is, uh, again, a blinking cursor at the bottom of the screen, and it says type H for help. Do it. Press that big H. So, you type in H, and the screen flashes up the following information. It says, this database has the following schema. Donor ID, unit ID, cluster ID, date, technician. The following commands are available. Select where, then in uh, pointy brackets, field, and angle brackets equals value, and then order by and limit. Oh my God. This seems complicated. He wants so, us to write fucking... I want you to, I want you to do database queries. I'm not good at <laughs> SQL. Um, no, so, am I, but this is Chris not a complicated database. Yeah. Um, okay, so perhaps what we do need to do is work out what the hell Dave... Where, where the hell Dave was. Oh, where? Yes. So so you've got donor ID, unit ID, cluster ID, date, technician, uh, select. So we could go select uh, unit ID where technician equals Dave B. No, it... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you type in select unit ID where technician equals Dave B, and you are presented with a list of like hundreds of numbers basically just numbers you have no way of knowing what they are they're 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 all numbers between like one and about like 40 or 50 and can we order by most recent like recency what's your query (laughs) so we want to have like uh select unit select unit id where uh, technician equals dave b and order by most recent yeah date descending um okay so you put that in uh, and you get back a long list of numbers again. Uh, the first number in this list is 14. That's our unit ID. Oh, yeah, baby. Are we going to need the cluster ID as well in order to... Yeah, I reckon so. It? So I guess we run that again, but maybe by cluster? Yeah, we can go select cluster ID where unit ID equals 14 and technician equals Dave... B, order by date descending, limit one. Order by date descending, limit one. Sure. Uh, and you get back the number 68. 68. There is a lot of spunk in this place. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, if that's how big the clusters are. Also, Frozen spunk. There is some hilarious overlap in our puzzles, which you're surely going to discover. <laughs> sure. Excellent. I look forward to the other side of this equation. Uh, okay, so you have got the numbers 14 and the number 68 for unit and cluster. So let's back out of the, the query tool and then yep. uh, do, a, uh, do, do a, a collect command. 
So you hit escape, it takes you back to the kind of home screen that you were on. Uh, you type in collect space 14 space 68 and uh, your attention is drawn to the ceiling, that uh, kind of scaffolding looking frame that I mentioned before. Spunky a, grabby it, claw that's going to go... It, well, it turns out that it's kind of like a miniature version of like a shipping crane, which kicks into gear. Uh, it slides across the room over to the back left corner uh, and lowers down a mechanical arm in front of one of these large black boxes. You hear a pressurized sound as the front of the box opens, letting out a cloud of cold air into the room. The arm reaches into the box and grasps a white plastic box, lifting it into the air and across the room to you, uh, to the panel that you're, or the uh, platform that you're standing on. The box is deposited on the square plate with, uh, in front of the cutout hole in the glass panel. And yes, the box is in front of you. As you pick it up and carefully prise the plastic lid off, but this is freezing, like this thing is so cold it's freezing your hands and you carefully prise the lid off and in your side you find dave's security key card and the all important minus 196 degree key you solved my puzzle excellent <laughs> is that the temperature that it's stored at yeah minus 196 degrees celsius is is apparently the uh temperature at which they store biological stuff like that to oh put goodness. it into stasis that's yeah. nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And also, does it not get like freezer burn? Because if I put a motherfucking like tomato in the freezer, then it just becomes mush. I don't they think you can compare sperm and tomatoes. I mean, they're both like <laughs> squishy. No, no. Well, I, I, is a sperm squishy? I don't know if that's true. I mean, it doesn't come out Have hard. Have you ever squeezed a sperm? I've never like, I've never been <laughs> like, oh yourself, man, am I mate. shooting ball bearings um, or spunk right now? Okay. You swipe Dave's card against <laughs> a small electronic reader by the door and with a chirpy boop beep. The door swings open. Uh, Dave will just have to sort himself out later on. He's probably going to end up having to like pay for a new security card because the company's really punitive about that stuff. And it's just, it's a whole bad thing. What's next? Okay, so remaining to us we have are the withdrawals counter. And that mm. one's my puzzle. Remaining to us we have 21 minutes. <gasps> okay, Quick, let's, let's get on with it. You step up. To the withdrawals counter. (laughs) A pristine stainless steel counter, much scuffed over the years. Upon the counter is a little in tray and a little out tray. Big bowl of sweets, a stack of request forms and a pen. Across the counter there's a little computer and the entire back wall is taken up by a complex arrangement of tubes and a pair of robotic arms. Somebody has humorously painted a little moustache on the centre of the mechanical contrivance. What would you like to do? Have a look through the request forms. Sure. So you look at the stack of request forms. They're just blank request forms. Uh, they're forms that you fill out when you'd like to withdraw some spunk. That's where Dave comes okay. into play. <laughs> um, and what is in the in and out trays? Okay. So in the in tray, there's a single request form. Uh, it reads, why settle for one good trait? I want an Uber baby. The out tray has four requests in it. They are, a kind nature is of penultimate importance. Looking good at 50 wouldn't be too bad either. Uh, The next one is, cleanliness is next to godliness. Can I have one that's both clean and holy? The next one is, my child should be fast enough to come first in any race, but small enough to fit in a briefcase. The next one is, finally, I've been queuing for hours. This is an egg bank, right? Uh, They all appear to be sort of places where people were sort of filling out their requests for what they'd like out of uh, the particular spudge they're ordering. 
this is definitely how it works at a sperm bank. Absolutely. Definitely, I mean, yeah, it's all anonymous. That way you have to do it by like, you know, I want somebody who's got like jeans for a fantastic moustache. I, I, I want a sperm with a, with a short skirt and a long jacket. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So. I've never um, used a sperm bank, as you can tell. Maybe well, I should. Not not to make a withdrawal, at least. Um, <laughs> Future generations should know. Maybe he has. Can, you just, can we just rewind very quickly and... Can okay, we go have a look so at the sweets, please? <laughs> Certainly. You take a look at the sweets. They look like mint imperials. Would you like I'm to risk Michael, one? I would like one. Michael, can I have a bonbon? You certainly, you, <laughs> pop, you pop one each uh, in your mouth and then realise that perhaps these aren't mints. Maybe this is what happens when they go off. Oh, boy. Let's go on the computer. Um, yeah. I want to go on the internet. You, you like the action heroes you both are, jump over the counter and... Uh, and Great. find yourselves in front of the computer. Uh, it's a small computer. It's got a little screen, a little keyboard. It's got a little kind of like green CRT monitor with sort of horrible yes. dossy thing showing uh, showing an inventory of available spudge. It appears to be linked to the big machine on the back wall. The inventory shows Keanu Reeves, Mo Farah, Christopher Hunt. There's a, there's a lot of stock against Christopher Hunt. Father Teresa... And lunch, possible crossed pipe, call maintenance. Beneath the inventory, there appears to be a small entry field where you can select samples to dispense and another command to prepare them. Lunch, possible crossed pipe. Okay. Um, I guess we link these up to the, the yeah. lunch tray. Yeah. So um, kind nature looks good at 50. Cleanliness and holiness. Fast and small, that's going to be Mo Farah. yeah. And egg sure. bank. Someone Who is explained- Chris Hunt? He's, uh, he's been on the podcast a lot. He's uh, Chris. Oh, that, uh, that that Chris. Oh, okay. He doesn't Sorry, listen to episodes I... he's not in, so I'm yeah. defaming him. Uh, okay, so let's get the stack of forms yep. and from from the two boxes. So we've got, we'll keep the, the inbox one, the Uber baby one over to one side. So we need to match these people up. So kind nature and looking good at 50, Keanu things. Reeves. Clean and holy, Mother Teresa. Fast and small, my Farah, and then I guess uh, Chris is going to be. I've been here for hours. I want eggs. But wait, no, that's the egg bank thing. Um, one, two, three, yeah, four. That's four. One, two, three, four. Okay, but what about the Uber baby? Oh right, the request for the Uber baby. Yeah, but that's in the in tray. That's why I don't. That's how I don't understand this filing system. I mean, I would say that the in tray are for requests that need to be done, and out tray requests that have been done. So we just need to do the one that needs to be done. So what's in the infantry? Uh, Keanu Reeves, Mo yeah, Farah, Christopher Hunt, Father Teresa, and lunch. Uh, and then little message, possible crossed pipe, call maintenance. Yeah. Father Teresa? Yes, uh, Mother Teresa's dad. Uh, he was the world's first I mean, combined yeah. Pope and surface disinfectant salesman. <laughs> okay. Um, True story. Yeah, I'm enjoying this, uh, this character. Um, okay. I want an Uber baby. What was the in... What was the in? Uh, what to date? What were the requirements? Is it was it just I want an Uber baby? Why settle for one good trait? I want an Uber baby. Oh, the request is for an Uber baby. Yeah, so we're gonna so have to we create want. the things yeah. in order, or mix them up, mix well, up the three good ones and get rid of the bad one, bad one. So fast, fast enough to win, first enough to become first in every race. So maybe that one should come first. The the most far. And then, oh, and yeah, kind, kind nature of penultimate importance, yeah. which suggests that it needs to be second, second to, last. to last. But the cleanliness is next to holiness. But then they would be from the same 
thing, I guess, Father Teresa, because, okay, yeah, cl- cleanliness is, he did, what was he selling? So that would be last. So we, we'd go fast would be first. Yep. Um, kind is penultimate, so it's second to last. And if we're only picking three, then the last one would be holiness. And then the egg bank one we discard because it's bad. So, right? yeah, so we select, so we go, we should go over to the computer, select Mo Farah, Keanu Reeves, and then Father Teresa, and then prepare. Select them all, and then pre- and then press prepare. But mix them up. Yeah. I hope we can use it more than once. You, you absolutely can. There's absolutely gallons back there, as as indicated by the sixty eight minimum clusters um, on uh, on display. Uh, so uh, you uh, type in uh, Mo's, and you hear a rattling from the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> as it's sucked up from cold storage, warmed up, yeah. and then uh, dispensed along. Uh, you type Keanu, and you hear another banging, banging from a different set of pipes, and along it comes uh, into a little little dispensary next to the robotic arms. And finally, you type Father Teresa, and that one comes from another pipe, bouncing along, uh, ending up next to the arms. The little robotic arms grab the first sample and pour it into a little metal cup at the end of the arm. The sample comes out very, very quickly. They then pour in <laughs> the next sample, this one comes out very charismatically. And then finally, they pour in the third sample, which comes out with a sort of an angelic choir of and a golden sparkle. The robotic arm then grabs a second silver cup, places it over the top, and then starts shaking them. <laughs> shaking that stead. <laughs> oh, there's a martini glass somewhere. <laughs> it then pours it into a small test tube and puts an umbrella in the top. (laughs) (laughs) On the screen are displayed the words, bad samples. I've been queuing for hours. This is an egg bank, right? And what about lunch? Can we just just select and prepare lunch? Certainly. You select and prepare lunch. You hear a bang, a thwong and a donk as it comes down a pipe much less gracefully than the other one and dispensed into the little robotic arm and cup is an egg salad sandwich. I want it. Uh, do I want to eat that sandwich? Probably not. I, not Spit with the pipes. It's been going down. Yeah, there's going to be some contaminants. Mayonnaise. Okay. Oh, uh, no, just, just egg. Um, just egg and, and a bit of lettuce yeah. and tomato in a sandwich. And what about the Uber baby? Well, I mean, the Uber baby is is what responds to the request, uh, is is mixing the, the th- three together, the good ones together. So I think we've just got them in the wrong order. So can we do, let's do always comes first. Yeah, Mo's got to be the first one. Yeah, I would say that. So why don't we try, well, why don't we try Mo, then Teresa, then Keanu and see what happens? Uh, you do the thing that you have just described. Let's see. <clears throat> so you select Mo, Teresa, Keanu. The samples rattle down the pipes and into the little hopper. The first one pours into the little robotic cup very, very quickly. The uh, This was Mo, Teresa, Keanu. The second one pours in with a holy, <laughs> and the third one pours in um, very, very charismatically. There's memes already springing up across the internet as this one pours in. Um <laughs> The little robot hands uh, clasp them in the cups and give them a shake. The machine stops. You hear a ding. The screen says, good sample. Sample incomplete. Uh. I mean, basically, you've missed one step. Which bit would tell us where this step is? I'll just say there are four requests in the outro. Right. Do we need to put the egg sandwich in there as well? Uh, Or do we need to put Chris in there as well, maybe? Uh, I would say that we don't need the egg because the egg can't yeah. make a real sam- uh, a real sample. It can no. make a real sandwich. It, it can make a real sandwich. We just sorry, just quickly. We had the the last order we did was Mo, Teresa, 
Keanu, right? That's correct. So maybe oh. it should be. In which case, Chris, let's put Chris last, because then that makes Keanu penultimate, second oh. to last. Okay. Uh, so what if we do like, uh, sorry, can you just read the, the Uber baby clue again quickly? Why settle for one good trait? I want an Uber baby. Right. Okay. That's all there is to it. Can um, we go Mo, Keanu, uh, huh? Teresa, what Teresa? Need? What do you need to make a baby? No. Sperm. Uh, egg. Eggs. The sandwich. Oh, shit. So it is lunch. So, all right, Mo, Teresa, Keanu, lunch. You press, you type in Mo, Teresa, Keanu. <laughs> the, first, the three samples shoot down and are combined <laughs> quickly, shiningly and charismatically in that order. And then finally, an egg sandwich is added to the mix. The little cups clamp together with erotic arms and it shakes vigorously. And you see little dents appearing in the inside of the cup while the super sperm just... that you have brewed combines and fertilizes the egg in the sandwich we just made thanos the cups I've and the arms are blown apart and then standing within is a small perfectly formed charismatic clean holy and very fast baby he looks at you ac- accusingly grabs one of the arms and batters the shit out of it and then jumps away beaming through the little metal doors and into the night you can hear him bouncing over buildings in the distance we shall call him hermes <laughs> You look at the small, pounded piece of metal that he has left uh, in his wake. Congratulations, you have found the Uber Babe Key. And you have solved my puzzle. <laughs> I, d- I didn't get that. What? I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> you know, I said I hadn't written an ending to it. Yeah, I was just like, you'll make a baby and it will come out or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. That was, that was... Not a strong ending. That was wild, man. Yeah, maybe I'll fix that one in post. <laughs> I'm very angry about the sandwich being part of it. <laughs> hey, you need a key to make it. You need an egg to make a baby, don't you? That's how science works. Is that how yeah. much time is left? And so with 23 seconds left on the clock, we take the Uber Babe key, the Spun key, and the 196 degree C key. We twist them in the sticky, whimsical padlocks, click the door open, and we escape into the night. And yeah, we've done it with just under 11 seconds to go. On the skin of our teeth. Well done, James. <laughs> So, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier, top tier, not sad tier, underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, and we rather hope you did, we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as a big old help in reaching your audiences. And also share it with your nan or somebody, because she might like it. You know, she might like this whimsical story. Your nan is not going to like this episode. Spunk repositories. I can Uh, fucking guarantee that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care how mucky your nana is, she's not going to like this one. (laughs) (laughs) We love you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. Bye, love you, bye. Bye.